Tatum with eight on the shot clock. Smart. Bakes. Fires. Butler. He can tie. For the lead. Loose and Horford. Gonna have to foul. They do. Butler had a clean look, Jeff. Oh, no. Look at him. Yeah, very hateful. How so? You know what you're doing. I don't know what you're talking I don't about. Have to, uh, I don't have to acknowledge this. This abuse. Uh, I'm breathing. I just didn't feel like uh, changing my background too much. Not oh, very, four movies. Uh... It's too much. <laughs> very appropriate, I see. Mm. That's fine. Heat culture. That's fine. Tonight. <laughs> he deserves it. He earned it. Are you talking about... Uh, some you know you as a fan you oh. you stuck with the a shit team and for so long I thought you were talking about the uh, Jimmy butt cheeks there <laughs> spreading it wide Jimmy 20, butt cheeks was it twenty three or twenty three or twenty six percent shooter I'm gonna jack this up right now. <laughs> that's the worst part you know he got a little enamored with it in the playoffs like he was just jacking them up mm-hmm. right and left and he actually did decent in the playoffs considering he's twenty five percent. I was gonna and here we are. Go score on Horford there, backpedaling. <laughs> that was that. I mean, that was ages ago, Hiro. Forever ago. Yes, it was. A long time ago. It's baseball season now, right? How are the Sox doing? Uh, I don't know. How are the uh, Florida Marlins? Is that what they're still called? What are they doing? Miami Marlins. Pump the brakes. They're okay. They're not bad. Mm. What are we starting with? Let's get this over with. Mm. I'm done with you already. I don't even want to hear your face. I'm going to include this because uh, just for future punishment, you've made the mistake of talking shit about the Celtics and episodes that come after this. So you get to relive it as you listen to them. The glory days. What a fool I was. (laughs) (laughs) The Celtic X-71 concealable mic is part of the same system that NASA used when they faked the Apollo moon landings. Work for them. Shouldn't give us too many problems. They break and enter. How are we doing? Cause and position on the fire escape. Mothers in the cable vault. Preparing to sever master circuit. But they're not thieves. We're getting too old for this. They know your secrets. But they're not spies. It's gotta be there somewhere. What's he doing? He's making a really. Mr. Bishop, do you mind if I take a look? Carl. Grow up. I give you something to work, baby. So people hire you to break into their places to make sure no one can break into their places? It's a living. Not a very good one. Now, they've got a new client. National Security Agency. I don't work for the government. Relax, Marty. It's just everybody on your team has had some sort of problem in their past. Now, what are you saying? The NSA killed Kennedy? No, they shot him, but they didn't kill him. He's still alive. They may not want the job. Liz, I need your help. I will not be dragged back into your world. But they don't have a choice. We don't want to bust you. We want to hire you. We're the good guys, Marty. Can't tell you what a relief that is, Dick. Your job is to find that little black box. We got it. Holy cow. What the hell is this? There's a war out there, old friend. A world war. Oh, my God. How is this possible? It's not about who's got the most bullets. It's about who controls the information. Anybody want to shut down the Federal Reserve? Hey, don't screw around with that thing. It's all about the information. 
So it's a code breaker. No, it's the code breaker. Battle stations, do you have the item? Can you guarantee my safety? Where is the item? Can you guarantee my safety? Martin, you've got trouble. Here, maybe this might help. An old buddy of mine who was in Desert Storm sent it to me. Of course, he was on the other side. Now give me the bomb! Martin! I'm an excellent marksman, woman. I'm Carl. There's a fire escape at the end of the North Corridor. Go directly north, directly north, about 30 yards. Five seconds. Hang up, fish. Hang up. They've almost got us. I would, uh, uh, I really like Snickers, and I have to waste this heat culture trash on uh, a movie I enjoy that I've uh, I've seen. I don't know a few times at least. It's uh, for those who don't know. I don't know if either one of you had ever heard of it. I'd heard of it. I used to see it, you know, in the in the old uh, blockbuster video shelf, but never got around to it. It is uh, Ocean's Eleven without. I guess the all-star cast. Sir, you're talking about Dan Aykroyd here. How dare you? <laughs> Dan Aykroyd would one be of the... the uh, brothers. Would that be like Duncan Robinson? Is that his name? <laughs> guy making so much money for the Heat? Yeah, yeah. Sitting on the bench, that mm, guy? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's him. Um, it's a throwback. So it's... Uh, you know, they don't make movies like this anymore. And if they do... Uh, Thankfully. Oh. Oh, okay. Go ahead. You're so upset. That was okay. I mean, it was... I know I wasn't... I, this movie man it's it's like the uh the extra chromosome cousin of oceans 11 you know what i mean like it's got that uh bold really <laughs> simple jack vibe to it i think you're uh you're probably overselling it to some people who don't know they may be really excited now to see this i think you're uh the way you're framing it is that it's this wild crazy version of it whereas i think it's the uh it's the senior citizen version of Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, it's definitely uh, some Robert Redford shit. Not shit, but it's definitely like Robert Redford's speed of like <laughs> computer. It's his humor. It's in the computer. Okay, mm -hmm. I just I don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the casting was uh, was bad <laughs> for this. I enjoyed the movie. It, there's not a lot of plot, but I mean it's fine. Who? Uh, which actor do you think is the most miscast? Please say Sydney. <laughs> you definitely want oh this will air uh anger derek later that's the only reason that you're wanting that uh probably I didn't realize his name is crease in this movie i don't think i ever acknowledged that they all have little bishop the only whistler. crease i know is the uh the cobra kai guy the, the karate kid dude which one uh who is that John Kreese, the the, the main oh. villain of Karate Kid. Oh, I thought you were saying someone in this film was from Karate Kid, and I'm like, I I, I missed no, that. No, no, I'm just saying that the term Kreese, is the, that's the only Kreese I know. Nerding out. <laughs> Basketball season's yeah. over. Time to go back to the Karate Kid. <laughs> little shout out to our friend Peter. Uh, probably some, uh, Companion. Some, some racism involved. Not that I'm one to judge, but... Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where? Hyrule and me? No, no, no. Casting Sidney Poitier is uh, the guy. He's let go from the CIA because he's too angry. Like, <laughs> okay, all mm. right. <laughs> well, the movie does, like, double down, right? I mean, somebody calls him Midnight. 
He's, okay. One of my favorite jokes of the whole thing. It's light humor, but it does get some laughs. Is whenever he, of course, it's one of your He looks jokes. at River Phoenix when he's putting on the uh, makeup to <laughs> to bust in the bank, and he's just like, "You, you son of a bitch! <laughs> You're uh, painting your the, face black." The, <laughs> yeah, the black face that uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, as a white guy, I sort of saw what River Phoenix was doing, but also totally unnecessary. Yeah. Like. Look, if you don't know about caught. our problems being white trying to break into things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the uh, the racist attack that uh, one of our, I guess, greatest actors suffers in this, you know, relatively, I would say, well, mostly inoffensive movie, still PG-13. Um, that was only included to get the PG-13 rating because there's not really foul language. Mm-hmm. Not really violence. There's threats Wait, of violence. They purposely did it. Hmm? They purposely did this. They were going to be rated PG, and so they just wrote a scene in um, where Sidney Poitier has a good reason. After someone makes a racial insult, his direction to uh, call someone a motherfucker to drop a, a motherfucker in there, and that would warrant mm. them bumping up from a PG to PG thirteen. And they did that because. They thought adults might wonder, what is this PG family <laughs> film about old hackers? So that was just totally thrown in just to get the bump in the rating. And like genius Marvel superhero blind guy, I was going to say, the most action you have in the movie is a blind guy trying to navigate a parking lot <laughs> in a car. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I can Go see Go straight. Where. Well, there's also the comedy of his dancing as well, right? Like, he's... Uh... He's like flopping around like he's being electrocuted. I actually thought River Phoenix was worse. Yeah, I had that as a note. Like, what's his excuse? You're picking on it's, it's the drugs. A fake, you know, blind performance. I'm picking on a dead person, and then you just come over the top and mention how he died. <laughs> yeah, dancing related death. <laughs> I have to admit, I'm not. Um, I don't think I've seen much River Phoenix. Uh, obviously, like young Indiana he's Jones. Died. Yes, because thank he, you, he died. Um, <laughs> Yes, we've acknowledged yeah, that. We call you Footnote Hyrule. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here to help. Um, based on this, uh, would you think, oh, this guy was going to be the second coming of like James Dean or something? But this, if it wasn't River Phoenix, I think this would be a totally thankless part. I would take no notice of the sort of goofball uh, young dork that uh, he's trying to portray here. He's very forgettable. Like, there's nothing that he really even does in the movie that's that I can even really remember other than acting like Sense. a janitor. <laughs> it, he has a lottery ticket, and he asks a uh, woman for a number. I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> she bites. I love it, man. That, that's the good part. Like, 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 you could ask for anything in the world, like Armageddon, and this is what you want. You want uh, the little blonde with the submachine gun. I think I'm going to have to put uh, Jared's I'm horny in my uh, soundboard as Jared Dodson does River Phoenix, like his impression. <laughs> I've got this insane. acting thing down to a T, baby. What do you want, Mr. Bishop? Clear up my record. Get out of my life. I don't have much choice, do I? Not unless you want to read about it in Newsweek. Deal. The box. Not so fast. I want a Winnebago. What? Fully equipped. Big kitchen, waterbed, AM, FM, CD, microwave. This is not a car dealership, pal. He wants a Winnebago. 
All right. A Winnebago. Thank you. Burgundy interior. Now the box. <coughs> uh, I have never taken my wife to Europe. I'm sorry to hear it. Give me the box. You will buy me two round-trip first-class tickets to Athens, Lisbon, Madrid, and Scotland. Don't, don't forget Tahiti. And Tahiti. Tahiti is not in Europe. Excuse me. When you get the box, then you give us geography lessons. Until then, this man goes to Tahiti. Fine. Tahiti. Carl? The young lady with the Lucy. She single. All right. Yeah, Carl. Excuse us. Yeah. <laughs> this is the brass ring. Now you gotta think bigger thoughts. I just want a telephone number. How about a lunch? You can chaperone. No, I will not do this. Hey, Abby. Abby. Come on, now the FBI would give them twins. No! Wait a second. You can have anything you want, and you're asking for my phone number. Yes. 273-9164. Area code 415. I'm Carl. I'm Mary. I'm going to be sick. Are we done here? No, not yet. Whistler. So, Hiro, I knew you would hate this. I didn't hate it. I just thought it was just... You know why? Because you're one of the characters in this movie. Oh. You're old. The guy singing Bad by Leroy Brown. You're old and uh, you seem bored with life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've heard you make this complaint. Like We've seen this a thousand times, Like this movie, which is funny because on this podcast, we're celebrating movies that are decades old. And you're like, Jesus Christ, break some new ground already. This is so <laughs> old. This is so dated. Mm-hmm. What a dumbass <laughs> movie. <laughs> No, I'll tell you what I don't like about this. I'll be honest. Is I want it to go one way or the other. I want it to go like way more serious and really like more Mission Impossible, or go full ham. Just go full retard. Just go do it. I all. think you're saying the same thing. I feel like Mission Impossible <laughs> does both. I mean, like play it more serious and and you know get rid of the blind guy dancing and driving and all that stuff, and then go even the main villain. He's like it's played by uh, what's his name, Gandhi, and. He, he he's like comically dumb or comically soft. Yeah, it's definitely very heat culture as far as Bond villain. <laughs> oh, so would you shoot either one of us, Hiro? I mean, how quickly would right that now, decision? Right I think I think, I think there's <laughs> I one would shoot on this call. <laughs> you shoot you now, jackpot <laughs> for a stick of bubble gum. Forget about like the code that breaks all codes. Stick of gum, Mike's out. I kind of I, I I like that it's not got a hard edge, Iro. I like the uh, what do we say with the sort of TNT test? It's just very oh, pleasant. This, you this would call crime. it a uh, folding. I'm skipping right over this. Skipping right. I'd rather over. watch the replay of of game uh, of game seven there than watch this again because it's just boring. Because you like to that cut yourself. It was exciting. As, as what you're telling us. <laughs> Something to give me some sort of feeling because it was just it it doesn't have the courage of its convictions. Like go all in. Man. <laughs> the let's, courage let's of its let's, convictions. A September release from 1992, not trying to win awards. <laughs> what was the budget on this thing? $23 million. Made 105 
Why did it not shake the world <laughs> down to its or hundred five dollars? I demand more out of my middle aged hacker movie. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I know. I mean, spoiler alert, bro. We've got uh, Robert Redford up next again, I believe, and mm. uh, it's more. Which one is more bland? Oh, River Runs uh, Through it for sure. Yeah, the latter one. I don't know, man. River Runs Through it got uh, old Rawhide in there. I will and, only uh, agree with you on one that. point, Hiro, that you've said. You've been wrong the entire time, <laughs> as you were. As we'll see in later episodes when you're talking about the Heat's uh, Eastern Conference Championship. That was that was never to be. But the villain is a problem here. I think being, Ben Kingsley is a little bit of a dud when it's revealed. The better yeah. villain is the uh angry uh i guess you know jared would say that it's it would fit in our like september month we did a couple years back steven tobolowski when he finds out that this Mm. early version of online dating this tramp this trollop has used him for his key card to get into his place of employment when he freaks out I felt like, oh, that that was a missed chance. He could have been the master villain, and I think he would have relished that opportunity, especially to talk shit to Robert Redford. Well, he has the genes, doesn't he? He's bald, therefore he's <laughs> valueless mm. on screen. That seems to be a common thread with Redford, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? He's, both villains here are uh, bald dudes. Mm-hmm. Menaces, if you carry the bald gene. I, I really like you know, Tobolowski because you know, when he... Uh, um... When he gets tripped up, like how they catch the villain, like how they catch her, is uh, when they the reveal is that she's way too good looking. The computer would have never matched her. The algorithm would never do that. Yeah, no, 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 nothing would ever touch this fucking hideous bald headed creature. Mm-hmm. That's how we're viewed. <laughs> Me and my kind. <laughs> there, there, is there one bald man on Redford's team? Or is it all hair? Even that's all hair. I mean, even yeah, Ackroyd has yeah. a full head of hair. Everybody's got hair. He's got the long hair, mm-hmm. too. Bald villain. <laughs> or bald stupid or bald <laughs> God knows what. Even when you look at their IMDb pictures as old men, they all have still have a full head of hair, even in their late age. Redford knows how to, how to pick them, I guess. I picked on uh, River Phoenix a little bit. I could say the same for Dan Ackroyd. He is, I guess, the comedic relief in this. But Jared sort of was uh, uh, attesting to it earlier that uh, Redford has a, uh, I don't even know if you call him like a dad joke sort of vibe sense of humor. <laughs> that goes through all of his, his fucking movies, uh, even A Walk in the Woods, which I love. He's <laughs> like, I can't believe my buddy drinks alcohol. Like that that sort of thing. He's above it all. Ackroyd, if this was the only thing I watched him in, I also would take no notice of this guy. I was just like, oh, he's kind of the chubby, quirky one. Moving on to the next. That's going back to the Ocean's Eleven, but no Brad Pitt in sight. Brad Pitt is the sidekick in Ocean's Eleven, the right-hand man. And here, is it Sidney Poitier? I don't know. Like, Hyro's right. He's yes, kind of just... go the... ahead and tell us how the, how Sidney Poitier is vastly inferior to Brad Pitt. Please, Michael, get, proceed, sir. Kind of? Vastly inferior is what you want to use. You kind of put me on the spot there. That wasn't the point I was making, but because uh, I would say that I actually like the, the character Crease, even though I didn't know his name, because he's the one, I guess, adult in the room that's like, yeah, this looks like a bad fucking idea. <laughs> You're all going to die if can- I don't help you. <laughs> yeah, he continues to bang that, that drum. Um, 
But yeah, you're asking. Come on, be honest with yourself. How many Brad Pitt movies have you watched, and then how many of Sidney Poitier's movies have you seen? Really? I've seen three Sidney Poitier movies that I can think. I'm of thinking right you've seen more Brad Pitt movies. We're doing one tonight. Uh, <laughs> recording next, <laughs> just one throwaway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, are you counting this one as one for Crease here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he lost. He lost. Brad Pitt. How dare you try to throw me under? And you're he like, I've seen three. <laughs> <laughs> a career spanning decades. <laughs> I think he's done three things I've watched, including this, which oh, I no, hated. I've seen four. I've seen. I got. I found another one. The Jackal. I've seen that. Oh, wait, the remake of the Day of the Jackal. It's the the Jackal. Is that the Richard Gere Bruce Willis movie? Uh, yes. That's that's no guess who's coming to dinner, sir. Hard hitting commentary. <laughs> I've seen Shoot to Kill. That's a fun one. That, I've seen multiple times. You like how I've turned yeah, this, Jared? He mm, attacks me, and then I'm like, all right, uh, tell me, expert. How many <laughs> How many of these movies have you seen? How many Sydney Poitier movies have you watched? List them. <laughs> oh, no, I've seen A Raisin in the Sun as well. Okay, look at that. There we go. I'm up to four or five. Look at that. Like a Sydney Poitier expert. There's our resident uh, expert on black cinema, as Chuck from work will uh, continue to hate you, and you just stepped in it again. Was he in Juice? Brad Pitt, though. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> Juice. <laughs> street cred. I'm Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times. And I'm Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune. Our first film is Sneakers, and it's a mostly entertaining mix of high technology, computer larceny, with the old action formula of a gang of misfits conquering the establishment. Robert Redford plays a computer expert who heads a private agency of disaffected tech wizards who make a precarious living as security uh, consultants. They are hired by a mysterious American government agency to find a special computer program that can break any code and give its owner power over all of the world's stored information. Timothy Busfield from TV's 30-something says he's with the National Security Agency. We protect our government's communications. We try to break the other fellow's codes. We're the good guys, Marty. Gee, I can't tell you what a relief that is, Dick. Also on Redford's team, Dan Aykroyd is an overweight nerd and David Strathern as a blind man with, naturally, super sensitive hearing. What did it sound like? Lord. More team members include high-powered actor Sidney Poitier, it's a pleasure to see him back in a movie, and Mary McDonnell from Dances with Wolves. They get nervous when they find the mysterious computer program. What? There isn't a government on this planet that wouldn't kill us all for that thing. Somehow the valuable program winds up in the hands of Ben Kingsley, a computer mastermind. His character is wildly overdrawn. He's supposed to be brilliant, but his plan is ridiculous, and his role in sneakers is one of its weaker elements. I might even be able to crash the whole damn system. Sneakers is more fun, interesting enough, the more technical it gets with the gang trying to break into a bank early in the picture and later into Ben Kingsley's evil fortress. I just wish the bad guys were worse in this picture and I could do without some of the preachy dialogue from writer-director Phil Alden Robinson, whose previous film was Field of Dreams. But 
Nevertheless, because of the technical excitement, a marginal thumbs up from me on sneakers. A uh, marginal thumbs down for me. I did like some of the scenes in the movie. I didn't feel the technical excitement was really all that exciting. It didn't seem to me to get into the guts of computer warfare the way that a movie like War Games did. And I had two other objections. The team has too many players, each one obviously chosen in order to be a different member of that World right. War II platoon you that we it. always talk about. Right. And second, the ending of this film... I don't want to give anything away, don't. but a guy knows exactly where to be in order to fall through the roof, in right. order to attack someone, and another guy knows that he's there, and there's no way that the first guy could have known where to be, or that the second guy would know that he was there. The, it's absolutely contrived. The ending of the picture is not very good. But ridiculous. I, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, the, but the uh, entry into the fortress is well done, mm -hmm. and uh, there are other things along the way. Also, I think the technical... Uh, excitement of seeing stuff played out on the on the on a video screen. Yeah, but Gene, you're not, you don't know anything about computers, well, or you would yeah. know that all you see is some gobbledygook, and then it turns into the message, and they say, "Oh, wow, it decoded it." It doesn't really show anything. Well, no, what I'm talking about is you search a frame of the image, no matter what it's showing. Uh -huh. It was like in uh, the. The movie, um, the Tom Clancy novel recently we had, uh, Patriot Games, yeah. uh -huh. where you watched a murder uh, as on, on screen. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's a different experience than what we're normally seeing in terms of action. And I appreciated just the difference of seeing it played out big. It doesn't have to make so much sense as to be different. Okay, next movie is, uh, uh, our next movie is the gritty and melodramatic Where the Day Takes You, the story of runaway teenagers and their dangerous, desperate lives on the streets of I, I made notes mm. for you guys, by the way. Just Read some of them. You know. Yeah, hit me. Um. Okay, so we've covered some of them. I wrote that. Uh, what else is wrong with Stray there? And other than the blindness, why is he dancing like that? And then I said Rivers on drugs. You, you really so you got hung why. up on that. I feel like you couldn't focus on the yeah. rest of the movie. That's just a throwaway. You really part value dancing, don't you? There, Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> I made a note that uh, when they abduct Robert Redford, they beat him in the face so many times. Like they're just constantly knocking him out. Mm -hmm. That's more of his dad mm -hmm. humor. <laughs> Knocked out yeah, again. Just, oh, well. Yeah. Uh, dumbass blind dude with super hearing. I don't know why I wrote that. God, down. man. What the? What is this attack yeah, on the blind dude? Really, you really have it out for the dis disabled, don't you? <laughs> There's, when they're trying to figure out how to get after Tobolowski, they're saying, trying to figure out what kind of a way in, what kind of woman he would like based off his trash. And she you know, goes on this rant, and then she pauses, a deep pause, and just yells, Anal, like huh? You're saying Redford's like, oh, I've done that with a lady before. Yeah, been Mary there, McDonald. done that. Just pause. Anal <laughs> mm -hmm. Wednesday, whatever. <laughs> the, uh, Chinese bad by a Leroy Brown singer. Yeah, that's so racist. I'm not touching that one. I mean, I know my limits. Yeah, I, have... <laughs> I, I I wrote literally Chinese bad bad Leroy Brown. Period. Jared? Nope. Question mark. Nope. I'm not doing an English impression of uh, <laughs> translation of Bad Bad Leroy Brown. I know my limits. Counterpoint. <clears throat> this movie can't be racist. It stars Sidney Poitier, mm -hmm. one of Hyro's favorite actors. Angry black man. <laughs> when Tobolowski is uh, cooking for the fine lady, uh, stands with a fist. He uh, He says, I'll join you as soon as I'm done pounding these breasts. I'm with him. They could have just taken that joke even further. No, Redford put, put on it. <laughs> Redford put an end to that. That's as far, that's as much humor as we need. And then uh, finally, I actually had a uh, a question for you guys. You know, at the very end, they take the Republican National C C Committee's uh, money, hmm. 
and then they give it to Greenpeace and the United Negro College Fund. Mm-hmm. Where would you give it, Jared? Where, what would you do with the money that you took? He's, you wait, Jared, just you watch out. Somewhere. Because the way Hyrule was framing the question, if you answer with anything mm-hmm. else, which would be, make for better podcast content, uh-huh. you're taking it away in this universe from the Negro College Fund. No, no, no. I nothing. You know, that's what you're doing. I mean, like you oh. get your, your 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 loving Nambla um, NRA. Where uh, the adult video awards probably <laughs> make a real show out of it. Oh, you, you think they need a donation, mm-hmm. Jared? You're... Mm-hmm. 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 Michael, where would you donate to? Uh, probably the Patreon link that people can find on the show notes. <laughs> Me! <laughs> no altruism whatsoever. Straight to my bank account. Don't ask me where it came from. <laughs> we we have a very well diverse cast on this show. You know, mm-hmm. one third. Really, really easy to launder money, fucking thousands upon thousands of dollars through a Patreon for a podcast <laughs> that 20 people listen to on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> good day. Uh, That's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah. <laughs> good month, Harv. We did about a thousand bucks here and there. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, our uh, batting average is better as far as diverse voices. Our percentage is better. Dare I say it, our per- percentage for diversity on this show with hosts is better than Jimmy Butler pulling up from three <laughs> wide open. 33%. Oh, boy. <laughs> This block of episodes will definitely have a theme to them. (laughs) And uh, I always get on to Hyro because I'm like, okay, this is coming out uh, Labor Day, early September. No one will give a shit at that point. Hyro just kept doubling down. We've got episodes into October where he's just talking about the second round of the NBA playoffs as the new season has commenced. Good stuff. That's why we deserve thousands to our Patreon account. We get what we get. We get what we deserve having a podcast. Shout out to our guests coming up. Mm. Yeah. And and our past guests. Don't forget them. Anyone in particular you want to shout out? Hey, yo, Bobby. Yo, Rogue's gallery of dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point, man. It's like worse than fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> The scotch on the rocks, please. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a Glengow, any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shake them. Next week on Sober Cinema. What are you thinking right now? I just go out and just play basketball. Good hard-nosed basketball. Things happen throughout the course of the game. There's nothing you can do. I don't go out to look to say I'm going to beat this guy up or beat that guy up. Anything else, X? Yes, Steve, don't come yet.